Thank you for joining our podcast here at Peninsula Covenant Church. Stay tuned as together we'll study God's Word. Jesus, that name never gets old. I know we've heard a word this year in relation to 2020 repeated way too often. It's the word unprecedented. And with all due respect, I want to say we were going to talk about an unprecedented event tonight, but it's not 2020. The word unprecedented means never before known or experienced, unparalleled. And with all due respect, this isn't the first time in our United States history we've been under the veil of a pandemic. In 1968, a pandemic presented itself and social rest spread like wildfire throughout the country. A historic presidential election was taking place. In 1918, the Spanish flu pandemic infected a third of the known world. And the San Francisco Chronicle talked about how San Francisco was the first city to mandate the wearing of masks. No, no, no. A a pandemic is not unprecedented. But I want to talk to you about something that is. Christmas may mean a lot of things to you this year, but for a third of the known world, at the center of what we're celebrating tonight and tomorrow is unprecedented. Here it is. God coming to earth in a way that no one would have scripted. Like I said at the opening, Christmas is a paradox. We celebrate the turning point of human history and yet only a handful of people witnessed it. Christmas makes the remarkable claim the king of the universe came to earth, yet he did so in a seemingly foolish way. He was born a baby to poor parents and laid in a feeding trough in a stable for animals. I want to talk about that story tonight and to give you some context as we jump into Luke chapter 2, The birth of Jesus takes place at a time when there was political oppression, economic depression, and social suppression. Israel was overtaxed, overwhelmed, and weary. This, my friends, is a geographical and geopolitical location where God announces the most unprecedented event ever to the most unqualified humans. Our story takes place in utter darkness. Luke records it this way. In Luke chapter 2, verse 8, And there were shepherds living out in their fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Now, I just need to tell you, shepherd was not the profession you aspired to in Israel in the first century. That was where you ended up. These men were not socialites with strong skill sets and high SAT scores. They were the social misfits work in the night shift, void of any education, void of civil rights, void of religious rights. They couldn't go to temple. Yet they are the first to hear of Jesus' birth. And this is really important. Please hear this. If God is for shepherds, he's for anybody. If you ever feel like you're in the darkness, a darkness of uncertainty about the future, or a darkness of fear about your health and safety, or the health and safety of your loved ones. If you ever feel like you've been overlooked, or forgotten, or alone, or abandoned, here's a glorious news for you this Christmas. A light can shine into your dark places. 
the story goes on. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. Literally, it says, they feared a great fear. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. You need to hear this. The first message of Christmas is as relevant today as it was 2,000 years ago. The first thing uttered announcing Christmas was this, don't be afraid. And I want to say to you, you don't need to fear the fact that Jesus came to earth. Because what God is saying is this, whatever my presence brought to your mind, erase all that. Whatever you're saying to the shepherds, you're correlating is going on in heaven in relation to your morally rebellious behavior on earth. And you think, oh, I'm busted. Expunge all that. Don't be afraid. I'm bringing you good news that will cause great joy. And here's the kicker, and I'm not even sure I can explain this correctly. And it's for all the people. Now look, that right there is unprecedented. Even in our day, what good news would be good news to everybody? Here's what the angel is saying. God has some good news for you. And it's not just good for the good people. It's not just good for Jewish people. It's not just good news for Christians. Because when this news was announced, there were no Christians. This is good news that will cause great joy. Now, just sit in this. It's for all people, every gender, every ethnicity, every religion, every age. This is for all people. In other words, God has decided to do something that has absolutely nothing with human behavior. God is shouting, Ollie, Ollie, oxen free for everyone. A divine pardon has been issued for anyone who would receive it. Well, the angels go on. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Messiah the Lord. Each one of those titles means something, but pertinent to our discussion tonight is the first, Savior. Savior is someone who rescues you from danger or peril. You can call it a rescuer. The angels are saying Jesus came for one reason and one reason only, to rescue us mere mortals from danger. In verse 12, it goes on, this will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Talk about a paradox. God, as a baby, is wrapped in barn rags in a feeding trough. And suddenly a great company of heavenly hosts, literally heavenly armies, appeared with the angel, praising God. And didn't you know they were just waiting to burst on the scene, saying, glory to God in the highest heaven. And on earth, peace to those whom his favor rests. In other words, God worked out a win-win through the birth of Jesus, God gets glorified because it's all on him, and we get peace. Maybe as you're watching this, you're looking around going, really, peace? 2020 has been the most divisive, violent year in our country in half a century. Where's the peace? 
Look, I agree with you on that. But let me explain what God means by this. Jesus brings a peace and a power that's internal in the heart of a human being. That word peace literally means to put an end to enmity in warfare. And if you look at the verse, it's not given to the world. God didn't say, I'm bringing peace to the world. He's saying, I'm bringing peace to those on whom my favor rests. To individuals who unwrap the gift of Jesus as Savior, Messiah, and Lord. The promise of an internal peace is granted between them and God. And when they have peace and when I have peace and you have peace with God, we are peacemakers with each other. Through Jesus, what the angels are saying, something unprecedented is being offered. A peace vertically that you know you and God are okay. You're forgiven. That when you die, it's not the end, but it's a doorway to a beginning that never ends. Through Christ, as we sing it, many of us on Christmas Day in the, in the carol, Joy to the World, God and sinners are reconciled. Please don't miss this. Once you make peace with God through Jesus, God creates you with a new operating system to be a peacemaker with others. That's why Christmas is way more than a nice myth. It's way more than a sentimental time with family. Christmas is way more powerful than any present under your tree. Those might be important, but if that's all your Christmas is, God wants so much more for you. Christmas is God's coming to our rescue because our lives were shrouded in darkness, much like those shepherds that original night. And that darkness can only be dispelled by His illuminating presence. No present can match the power of His presence. So I want to say as we wrap this up, if you feel like you're in darkness, I've got great news for you. If God can show up in the darkness of Bethlehem to shepherds, he can show up anywhere in any darkness to anyone. Fear not. God is for you. A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. His name is Jesus, which means God saves. When the good news of Jesus rings true in your heart, it actually redefines and reorients you towards God and others in the best way possible. And tonight, God is offering you, right where you are, the gift of forgiveness and new life. It's a gift. You don't have to earn it through His Son, Jesus. Why not open the gift? Wherever you are in your faith journey, we want to be a part of it and help you take the next step in that journey. I want to encourage you to go to our website, wearepcc.com forward slash hope, and you can learn how to have a forever relationship with God. We've loaded it with great resources to equip you on how to do that. PCC, hope is here. In an unprecedented way, God came to earth, and he's for you. Let me pray for us. Father, I thank you so much. Praise God for Jesus. What a gift. I pray tonight for every one of us watching.
that we would lean in and move forward in our relationship with you. And Lord, if anyone has never opened that gift of Jesus, I pray tonight they would have the courage to take the next step, go to the website, learn more, and embrace you as their Savior and their Lord. We love you, Lord. Use us as peacemakers. You know we need it in this world. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to our message podcast here at Peninsula Covenant Church. We would love the opportunity to connect with you more. We are located in Redwood City, California, and you can find us online at wearepcc.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by simply searching for We Are PCC.